Hey guys, welcome back to the Game Plan Coaching Podcast and for our first show for 2022. Welcome back, Jimmy. Oh, it's good to be back, Yorgs, ready for another year, a year with our new set of U12s here. And I've got a good feeling that's a year without any lockdowns. Well, let's uh, not hold our breath. But <laughs> yeah, we do have a new set of uh, U12s going through that final year of their uh, secondary education. So exciting times. And to, I guess, to add to that, we're always looking to innovate and have a fresh vibe for our podcast. And I guess that's perfectly timed so we can introduce our, our new regular podcaster to join us. And that's going to be Anya. So Anya, is a, she's just finished year 12 last year, absolute high flyer um, academically. And now she's part of the game plan team and not only a great, uh, a great academic student, a, a great person. So Anya, welcome to the, uh, to the podcast. And I guess you're going to be our, our student voice, having been, uh, you know, fresh off the uh, off the circuit, whereas you and I have probably done it about 40 years ago. 44. 45. 45. <laughs> Don't give away age. <laughs> so, Anya, welcome, and uh, it's good to have you on board. So, how was, how does it feel um, being on the other side of, of year 12, and I guess um, now starting your first year of uni? You want to tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, um, I mean, finishing year 12, it's massive achievements getting to year 12 that's a massive achievement in itself um it's it's been different uh having no school routine it really you don't realize how much year 12 takes out of you until you're like sleeping 12 hours every night um but yeah so i'm starting my first year of uni this year doing a bachelor of engineering and law at Monash, a uh, good seven-year degree, which is very exciting. Um, up for more. Yeah, but yeah, I love learning, so got to do what you got to do. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's good to have you on the show. Um, and I guess the theme of today's first episode is, you know, starting off your year 12 experience and getting off to a, to a flying start, getting off to a really good start. So I guess we want to unpack a few of those things today between you know the, the mental well-being the mental health side of things that you'll we'll obviously talk about and um, some of the academic things that we can do to make ourselves get off to a flyer so I guess the first thing that I'd like to talk about is the, the idea of sort of setting some goals um, you know year 12 is a is a big year it's been a big build-up for a lot of people and um, there'd be a lot of energy a lot of adrenaline flowing through a lot of the year 12s right now they've had the big summer holiday and now they know it's their year they're finally at the top of the of the food chain at school, they know this is the year that counts. Um, so, Anya, I guess take yourself back a year, you know, it must feel like a world away now, but take yourself back to the start of your year 12 and, and emotionally, how did you feel like with that sort of big build up and now's my time type of thing? Um, and how did you sort of cope with that adrenaline of, of starting the year 12 and wanting to run through a brick wall and do every piece of homework and every sack in the first like five, five minutes? Yeah, well, I was going into year 12, I was definitely nervous because I have an older brother and I, I thought he was in year 12 literally a day ago. And I was like, oh, my God, now it's my turn. Um, yeah, but the start of the year, it's filled with so much adrenaline, so much excitement. You're like, there's so much going on. Like I had year 12 retreat. There was a lot going on. Um, so it's kind of hard to contain that excitement and your motivation is peaking because you're like, oh, yeah, I want to get this. I want to ace everything. And obviously you do. Why wouldn't you want to? Um, but, yeah, it's just about remaining, like, present and not working up, to, 
working yourself up too much that you're doing like 10 hours of study a day and staying up till midnight just reading your notes um but yeah it's it's such an exciting part of the year because you you look up to the year 12s in your school life and then eventually you're there and I remember like my ego was (laughs) through the roof I used to just like I remember thinking whenever I walked through the corridors I was like I want to be like Jesus like part the sea for me (laughs) yeah a little little bit of strut going on I like it yeah that was but then obviously I you know settled down a bit um well how how long did it take you to settle down so that's I guess the next question how long after the start? Because we're probably a couple of weeks in now in terms of the school year for most year 12s. I know different schools start at different dates, but pretty much most people are a couple of weeks in. When does the, um, the sort of the high of that excitement sort of um, dissipate and then you start, start getting down to the work side of things? I feel like when you start talking about SACs that are actually coming up, because SACs won't be to, till the end of term one and I remember I actually my sack wasn't until literally the last week of term um but I think towards week three because that's when your work starts getting a bit heavier um because week one week two you're usually just going over holiday stuff um and then it starts to really ramp up towards the middle of the term yeah reality kicks in so yeah I I guess the next thing we want to talk about I'll pass over to yours now is the idea of setting goals, um, early doors, both from a long-term perspective, um, would be such an important uh, part of what we do to keep ourselves, you know, structured and, and motivated. So, York, do you want to sort of fill us in on why why goals are, are really important at, at this early stage for Year 12s? Yeah, absolutely, Jimmy. Um, goals are so important. They motivate us. We want to have a target to work towards. And when we set clear goals, we, um, I guess, we see where we're going. We... Uh, clarify that path as well. So it is such an important part of the process in any part of life, really, Jimmy. And um, and I think for the year 12s now, it's great to have those long-term goals, but set those short-term goals as well, because often we do lose focus if the goal's too far away. Um, so I guess throwing back to Anya, Anya, what were some of your goals early on in year 12 last year? Um, well, I had a specific ATAR goal, um, and then I had study score goals and I look back at some of them like, Anya, come on, relax. Because <laughs> 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 um, you, you, you don't really understand. I never understood how hard it was to get really top, top, top marks. Um, and you don't really understand till you're actually in the moment. But, yeah, I had my specific ATAR goal. And then... Like, I guess throughout the year, because you can't just solely rely all your motivation of getting what, like 95, whatever you want to get. You can't just, that can't be your sole driver because it's not going to, you're not going to maintain that throughout the year. So I guess, you know, weekly and stuff, I would just create small, it was habits and routines and stuff like that, that would help me work towards excelling in my studies. So whether that be, um, like meeting up with teachers, planning, uh, like practicing exam questions during the week, those sort of things, those sort of mini goals really helped me to ensure I was staying on the right path and going in the right direction. Um, And I think it's really important to maintain that throughout the year because otherwise if you don't have those mini goals, you can't 
continue like you can't stay motivated all the time because motivation I I don't believe in it I think it goes it comes and it goes and you can't solely rely on it you need to have um like persistence self-discipline and just drive to get where you want to get um but yeah yeah I knew you bring up a lot of great points there and I did want to touch on uh routines and habits and uh, you mentioned something earlier which was a great point is that we know that year 12 it's a marathon it's not a sprint so we need to be able to sustain that type of uh, I guess momentum throughout the year we don't want to burn out as you pointed out we don't want to uh, jump out of the starting block sprinting when it's a marathon and uh, wear yeah. ourselves thin so I did want to ask you mentioned habits and routines what kind of um, I guess routines what did you incorporate in terms of that self-care to help you sustain that momentum throughout the year? Yeah, so daily I would, I mean, I'm not perfect. I obviously had days where I was watching Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, on your perfect day, um, I would, usually I'd wake up pretty early because I'm a morning person and that just, that's what works for me. If it doesn't work for you, that's fine. Um, so I'd wake most mornings, I'd wake up at like six o'clock or even earlier and depending on, you know, the lockdown situation, but let's just say perfect world. Um, I'd usually go to the gym or something, or I'd go do the school run group in the morning because I found that getting, doing exercise in the morning, it helped, it, it sets your day on a really good note. And even if you have a crappy day, at least you've done something. Um, and I think it's so important to find some sort of exercise. You don't need to be an elite athlete. Even just going for a walk, that is really, really important, not just for when year 12 is a bit easier, but it's really important to maintain that throughout the whole year because when it does get really hard, and it does, um, having routines and sticking to that makes your life so much easier. So exercise was a part of my self-care and every night I would watch an episode or something. Um, Any uh, recommendation? Any favourite yeah. shows you can give out there to the listeners? Yeah, and, and you, I think you got to do it. Like, let's be realistic here. We're not <laughs> all robots. Um, yeah, I would, I'd watch, I love Modern Family. I'd watch Modern Family. I'd watch just whatever. Um, and that was I, I mean, I didn't have the great, the best wind down routine because I watched it literally as soon as I was about to go to bed. And I, I know that's so bad, but <laughs> got to work on that. Um, but yeah, doing those sort of things and also keeping up with social activities during the week, like during recess and lunch, I would never, ever work. I knew some girls who would work through recess and lunch. And they just burnt out. You need to take those breaks. They're there for a reason. They're not there unless you really need to see a teacher, but they're not there just to study and work through your breaks. Um, it's really important to maintain your social connections in year 12 because when it does get really hard, you need to be able to talk to others and sort of relate because you're all in you're all in the same boat and it's good to have a friend there who can help you through those tough times. Yeah, great point, Andrew, and that social interaction and connection is so important to being able to sustain that pace throughout the year as well. We know it's so important for motivation as well, having connection. Yeah, definitely. Look, there are a lot of great points that you bring mm. up there that we can unpack. Um, so the one that springs to mind for me is the fact that you started to understand yourself and the way that you operated. So you, you said before you're a morning person. Um, yeah. 
you know, like three, six o'clock wake ups and exercise. It's a, and that's a win the morning, win the day is one of our favorite sayings. Thank, thanks Verka. to our great friend, Darren Verka, who brought that to us last year in the show, but that's so true. Yeah. But I guess what I want to highlight from what you just said is for, for students to learn to understand themselves and where they operate best. Cause yeah. I mean, it's awesome that you're a morning person, but some people might not be. No. Like, I look back when I was studying, I was an evening person. I was a, yeah. I was a like, you know, post dinner studier. Right. And I knew I was going to be rolling at that time. So we'd encourage students to make sure they figure out the, the sweet, their sweet spot. Right. Because at the end of the day, now, now over the first three or four weeks, as you described earlier, and you're like, that we're not sack heavy in term one. Like that, that, the lay of the land in term one is everyone comes out of the blocks, everyone's flying, everyone's buzzing and feeling good about sort of, you know, their motivation and then wanting to do really well. And that's a great opportunity because, because the sacks don't kick in for, you know, most people probably get their first sack, you know, midway through the term, depending on your subjects. So it gives you a great chance to kind of learn about your system. You know, we talk a lot about the learning system here at Game Plan and now that you don't have the assessment pressures of, of SAC preparation, you can just go about your daily work. Try things, you know, maybe try yeah. the only six o'clock experience where you wake up and go for a walk and go to the gym and then, and then that might work. But then you might go, hang on, that just didn't work for me and I'm not going to do that again. And that's okay. So you've got to yeah. learn as you go now in terms of the way that you approach your own learning system so that when the pressure does come in week five or week six and probably more so realistically in term two, you know what your routine is because if you don't figure that out now, it's going to make it very challenging to figure it out when you're really under the pump in term two and three. And on that note, Jimmy, for all the students out there, do not underestimate our routines. They give us that sense of, I guess, comfort and something to fall back on. We know that when something is routine, it's very easy or much easier to implement. You know, if we know that we've been studying, our, our perfect time is 4.30 every day and we're studying 4.30 every day, the mind is conditioned to work at that time as well. So that consistency can be key to developing those routines. Very powerful. So yeah. great point, Yorgs, as always. And that's, I guess, the, the, the science behind why it's so important. At the end of the day, getting a routine is what it's all about, but Yorgs is always going to explain the reasons why it is so important, right? And we're going to... And, you know, I'll probably be a little bit more on the practical side of things. Yorgs will give us a bit more mm. of, the, of the evidence base of why we actually do these things. Yeah. So I guess the next one for, for us to discuss, Anya, is, is organisation. We know the, the battle of year 12 is probably getting yourself organised, right? So, you know, people have different ways of doing that. Do you want to talk us through, I guess, how you manage your organisation because you're going to have multiple tasks, you've got multiple things due, um, sort of, in terms of long-term assignments versus short-term situations. So how did you balance sort of getting prepared for a SAC say in two or three weeks time versus just getting your, you know, your, your methods exercises done on that day and, and, and something like that. So how did you go about organizing yourself? Cause it's such a key thing to, to succeed in year 12. Yeah. Um, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is because like I'd been in situations where there might have been, I don't know, just a tough time during the year where I wasn't organised and I just felt like year 12's hard, but when you're not organised, you make it a thousand times harder and you almost feel lost at sea and you're like, I have no idea what to do. So that's why you want to stay organised. Um, but in terms of just preparing and stuff, well, I would whenever teachers told me stuff, I would write it down instantly. I would plan out when I'm going to do it because 
you want like I just if you don't write it down I would forget I have a memory like Dory um let a life um, lessons in finding them I don't worry about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but then yeah in terms of preparing for sacks because you don't want to be preparing two days before it's a, it's not beneficial for you in the long run. B, it's not beneficial for you in the short run because those two days you're, like, so stressed. Um, but, yeah, I would usually – I'd start thinking about preparing probably, like, two, two and a half weeks out. That's when you, you start talking about it in class. And then I would just do little bits at a time. Um, like, start small. Do things gradually so that you're not – you don't get to that stage of two days out of the sack where you're trying to cram in all this knowledge rather do what, like half an hour each night. That's not that much. Um, that way it's gradual. And then eventually like closer to the sack, you obviously do a bit more work. Um, but just planning those things into your day. So actually have a structure. Like I would actually have a structure every day. I'd do it from, on Sunday, I'd plan out my day. If I had to do something, I would set out dedicated time slots because I found that if I structured my day through times, then it made sense to me rather than saying, oh, yeah, I need to do some methods this week and not actually plan to do it. Um, so that's how I sort of organise my preparation and stuff like that. But that being said, when you do have sacks, for a subject, don't forget your about your other subjects because you'll eventually have sex with it. You have an exam for every subject. So why would you just do one? And I saw so many girls, especially um, yeah, when there were like big method sacks or special sacks or whatever, they would solely do that subject and then it would hit their chem sack and they're like, oh shit, like I don't I don't know the content. And it's that's why you can't just I find year 12 is about balancing your subjects out as best as you can. You obviously have your favourites, but it's trying to maintain a happy medium for all of them. Yeah, that, again, some great great advice and some great points you bring up. And I guess what, what we want to flag early to, to this crop of year 12s is, I guess, this concept of there's two types of study, okay? There's your daily study that keeps up with your coursework, yeah. and then there's the assessment and SAC preparation and getting the balance right between the two is is very important because obviously what will happen as Anya just described um, you know there's for, for certain subjects some SACs are bigger than others so again we're going to use methods as the example um, because it is my area of expertise so like you'll get your method SAC you know middle of um, middle of term two and it'll take over for a week or two right so then what students will naturally do is drop the ball on everything else. They'll drop all their course content for every other subject and they'll hone in and drill down on methods, which is good in the sense of, okay, it's going to improve your mark for that, for that result. But then what are you actually sacrificing for your other subjects in order to prepare um, just for one sack? And I guess what Anya was describing before about, you know, putting your sack, the sack rate around two, two and a half weeks out and sort of chunking it and sort of doing little bits at a time and sort of ticking things off that you feel like you're in control of your SAC prep, but you don't have to sacrifice and, and throw away, you know, your lessons in all your other subjects. So that's a very important conversation. And we will explore that a little bit more um, in one of our future episodes because it's such an important conversation to have. Um, so you're getting organised um, from your perspective. You know, what, why do you think that's such an important thing for, 
for students from a stress management perspective, because every time I have a conversation with a year 12 student, the word stress comes out about four times out of five words. You hear stress, 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 stress. Yeah. So, so why is getting organised? How does that alleviate their stress? Yeah, well, organisation, it's uh, no secret that it is the key to success. Uh, by being organised, obviously, we form foot a little feel more <laughs> in control. And we know that lack of control is one of the main pillars for anxiety when we feel like we're overwhelmed and we don't have that sense of control. I wanted to go back to something simple that Anya said she did in terms of just writing things down. We cannot underestimate how much energy we use cognitively in holding information. I know a lot of students that would say, I don't have the diary or I don't have anything that I write things down in. But when we use that information to hold or use that uh, memory space to hold information, we're actually taken away from the, I guess, cognitive space to be able to learn and take in more information. So it's so important to have something. And I do want to ask Anya, uh, were you a paper diary person or did you have an app that you use on your phone in terms of, you know, listing things, writing things down? I use Trello. It's an, Trello. It's an online yeah. app. We love it here. Yeah, um, it's a game plan favourite. We do recommend it. <laughs> we've got, we've, got we've, we've managed to get Anya on board on Trello. So tell us a little yeah. bit about Trello. Um, I was the only one in my class who used Trello. It became like I would, I'd show off because I love my Trello. My heart and soul was in that. Um, no, but definitely check it out. Trello, you can set out your day, like put your days in as in as tasks. And then what I would do is I'd have like a sack column and then each sack I would have a checklist of what I would want to do. And then in my preparation, I'd then like, copy a card, move it to Tuesday. And that's that's how I would organise my week. Um, without Trello, I don't know what I would have done. Wish we made some money on Trello. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's free, guys. We've got no no affiliation to it, I promise. I promise we just really, really like the uh, the flexibility that provides. And and as York's describing, it, it's whatever you want it to be. I guess, mm. you know, it's parking that memory work somewhere else. Yeah. So mm. it's almost yeah, thinking about... Sure. Like when you download stuff on your computer and you sort of clog up its memory and, the, and then your computer starts slowing down because you download, you're sort of saving lots of stuff on, on your memory of your computer, it slows it down. So it's the same kind of analogy. Absolutely. Rather than trying to memorise, okay, I've got this to do, I've got that to do. Just you writing it down and like visually parking it somewhere else just makes you feel better and then get your cognitive space working a lot more efficiently. So yours, it's really well sort of presented the way you said that. Hmm. So I guess that that sort of finishes off our first episode. Um, so a little bit of summary, I guess, uh, from what we've covered today. So we sort of spoke about three things and obviously everyone's motivated getting year 12 off to a flyer, term one, the weather's good, we're feeling good. Um, but the, the idea of setting goals is really, really pivotal um, at this stage of the year. So both long-term goals in terms of anything academic you want to achieve, um, but then breaking that down into some shorter, shorter term uh, goals. And Anya referred to sort of even weekly tasks of, um, how to get through your week and then how to manage your week from a, from a self-care rewards perspective. Um, we spoke about, you know, building the right habits and routines uh, early on now that the pressure really isn't ramped up in terms of your SAC, your SAC uh, preparation. So now's a good time to sort of get those things into play and to try a few things out. So, um, Anya, thank you so much for, for coming on and, um, and introducing yourself to, to our new cohort of listeners. And, and you'll be a regular on the show, giving your, your student insight and your great tips. You're great to see you again. Great um, to see you, Jimmy. You know, great it's to see you, Anya. Great to get started. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back. We're, we're aiming to do sort of a podcast episode every couple of weeks. 
And as we always say, if there's something that you really want to sort of, you want us to dive into and, and, and unpack for you as a year 12 student, feel free to email us um, or get on our socials. Um, and, and we're happy to sort of discuss anything and, and everything year 12. So that's, that's episode one. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, Anya. And we look forward to being back in a couple of weeks. See you guys. See you.